Hello and welcome back to Between the Notes, a motif music podcast recorded at the parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. Today we are sitting down with local band Upon These Scars. We want to thank the parlor for hosting as well as our other sponsors, R1 Entertainment, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island, and Fabric Fall River. We'll get started today by enjoying a performance from our guests before we sit down with them to discuss their experiences with the local music scene. So sit back, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show. Hello, live streamers. We are upon these scars, and we are so excited to be here.
Thank you guys. Thank you. So this next song is called Outlaws. Let's get it. This song is called Identity. I wrote it in a Shaw's parking lot. 
was crying my eyes out because I had had the worst day of my life. And it's about overcoming something traumatic and horrible and just saying, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to be better. I'm going to do better. And this is not going to kill me. So if you have a job that's killing you, a relationship that's killing you, life is just getting you down, this song is for you.
right, guys, we've got one more song. This song is called Malice. Here we go. Welcome back to Between the Notes with Motif Mag here at the parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. I'm Jack Downey. It's great to be back. And joining me tonight 
are upon these scars. Hello, hello. So if you are just tuning in and did not see their performance, go back and watch it because it was absolutely spectacular. Do yourself a favor and check it out. Why don't we get started? Uh, what, what, are, what are your names and what do you do? My name is Michelle. I'm the bass player and I just joined about a month ago. My name is Scar Laugh, AKA Scar, and I am the lead singer and songwriter. I'm Winston, I play guitar. I'm Andrew, I play drums. So does Upon These Scars come from your name? Is, is that like a, a play on yes. that? <laughs> we That's originally cool. were called Mimics. It was like M-I-X-X. -X. We absolutely okay. hated the name. Um, and we were like, we did this interview, what was it? We did like a little, yeah, this guy was like, that's a horrible name. Wow. So. In, the, in the interview he said that? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. He was like, that's horrible. So you need to find something. Yeah. It was like wow. a Zoom call. It's like, you need to find something. So Upon These Scars was born. And Upon These Scars is a very cool name. Mimics is a pretty cool name too, though, honestly. I'm not, I'm not going to be as harsh as that guy. It has, it has a very, like, mid-2000s, like, electronic, like, you know the hard rock bands with, like, that electronic like sound? That it has one. that yes. vibe to it, honestly. So, I mean, obviously, if you're not going for that vibe, then obviously, I guess... The name change makes sense, but honestly, when I interview a lot of bands for the show, I feel like their influencers are very upfront. You can definitely tell what they've been listening to, but with you guys, I would it's it's honestly a very unique sound, which I have to applaud. So who who would you say are your influences when it comes to Upon These Scars? So we're all very different. I have a really eclectic music taste. So a lot of like my rock influences were like big 80s vocalist or um, like Pat Benatar, Joan Jett, um, okay. Hart. Love, love, love those vocals. But then I listen to stuff like Despised Icon, Motionless and White. <laughs> really hard, nitty gritty stuff. Um, so I actually think I have like one of the hardest music tastes in the band. This is our 80s rock king right here. I wouldn't say king, <laughs> but um, I like... I like '80s metal. I think it's awesome. But I also do like like the 2000, the mid 2000s, like emo stage. I guess you could say of the rock. And that was also fun. I'm also influenced by. I'm I'm from Dominican Republic, so I'm influenced by a lot of Spanish music. Okay. So there's a little bit of stuff that I add that from music that I hear. So that's where I get my stuff from. That's really cool. My influences are like mid 2000s metalcore, death metal, and punk. <laughs> it's kind of a mix. And Michelle, even though you're new, what are your influences? I, I didn't write any of these songs, but um, my, one of my favorite bands of all time is Simon and Garfunkel, and I'm also in a female Green Day tribute band, so really? I really run the gamut, kind of like Scar. I'm into everything, lots of rock. What's the, what's the tribute band called? It's called She, Green Day Tribute. Ah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I was going to say either She or What's Her Name. Those are all really cool, and honestly, I mean, now that you say them, I definitely feel like there are, there are elements throughout the music. I, like You especially, Scar... I felt like your vocals were like really anthemic and that had a lot of 80s vibe to it. So I thought that was really cool. I thought uh, your harmonies with Michelle too were like really, they were, they were on point. I thought they were really good. Thank you. So how long, I mean obviously there was a time when you were mimics, but how long have, and I, again I know Michelle is new too, but how long has the bands been around? So um, the band originally was uh, a whole different genre actually. So it was a lot heavier. Mm -hmm. It was just screaming, no singing at all whatsoever. I guess everybody had musical differences when the band broke up. We tried to find new members. So that original band, actually, we did it by Craigslist, that we found people on Craigslist. Mm -hmm. So I went back to the, out, to the same way of finding by Craigslist, and that's how I found Scar. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know she was actually female, so I, it just said Scar. And it was, I didn't know what I, you know, I thought she was a screamer. We didn't know what we were getting into, and then it just worked. Yeah. And uh, 
we switched everything around. We went from being a hardcore band to more just like a hard rock band. Yeah, so we started, we met in 2018. Uh, Andrew joined, when did you join? 2019? Yeah. Yeah, 2019. We had a lot of member changes, yeah. a lot. Um, and finally, we just found something that stuck because we really wanted to create a band family. So even though we started in 2018, we didn't really come on the scene at all until last year because of COVID, like COVID just stopped everything for us. So we feel brand new, but we're a couple years old now. The songs that we actually played were all recorded in 2019. Really? Yeah, we had to put everything on hold because of COVID. So. Yeah, I get that. That happened to my bands too. Yeah. It was tough. I wrote, I wrote a lot of music during the pandemic, but I couldn't do anything with it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel the pain. But, and then Michelle joined a month ago. How did you, you meet Michelle? So we actually were on, oh, what's that, band, band mix. And oh, we were okay. just trying to find somebody who would just fit. And Winston, for the longest time, was like, we want another female so bad. And I agreed with that. But there, it's kind of hard to find bassists in general in Rhode Island. Mm, and then a yeah. female bassist is like a gem. So the second I saw her, I was like, please, we love you already. <laughs> we don't even need you. We don't even know you, but we need you. So please join our band. <laughs> She emailed me and found me on Facebook and messaged me, so I knew she was serious. Yeah. I kind of saw uh, she, she was intense, but it worked out really well. As long as, as, long as you just gotta take the risk, I guess, right? I mean. <laughs> when I want something, I want it. <laughs> the first practice we had, it was like, she was like spot on. Like, it was like a perfect fit. Yeah. That's real. awesome. That's always a great feeling, honestly. Yeah, we all click. Which is That's great. Part. That's all you can ask for in a band, really. You know, it's interesting you're talking, too, about finding members on Craigslist, because an old band that I was in, actually, we found a singer on Craigslist, and the guy was, like, two hours late to the first meeting, which was a Zoom meeting because of the pandemic, and I was like, all right, I don't, I don't know about Craigslist bandmates, but it, it seems to have worked for a lot of people, honestly. I, I had a lot of luck. A lot of other people had bad luck, but um, yeah. <laughs> I found a lot of members, a lot of members like that, man. I feel like that's the story of Craigslist in general. <laughs> There's a lot of horror stories that come from Craigslist, but then it, it serves people's needs. So, same with Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> you don't find you don't find bandmates on Facebook Marketplace, but a lot of musical instruments yeah. for yeah. very very low prices. So it's it's like a fifty fifty. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's either it goes really well or it goes horrifically wrong. So. Hmm. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about how all the songs that you played up here were from around 2019. How, how, how much music do you have out? So we have five songs out now, and we are in the process of going back to the studio to record a couple okay. more so we can have a nice, big, full set list. And it's just such a different sound now. It's so funny because, you know, before, I mean, it was, what, how many years ago? I can't do math. <laughs> years ago so it's like we're such a different band now so we're so excited to like have new material and we're glad that we waited to have the members that we have to create this album so that it's every member that's on this stage now is a part of it instead of you know this is the songs we have and they just kind of came on the scene right so that makes sense i'm actually i'm in a band and we recorded an ep like immediately after we formed and then our lead guitarist quit and then we got another lead guitarist and recorded another ep but the first ep hasn't come out yet and we've started promoting it, and he has to keep telling people, like, oh, I'm not actually on this one. 
So it's really it's just an awkward situation because now he's explaining like his family members like oh this isn't me wait for the next EP that's that, poor that's Andrew me. that's poor Re- Andrew really he does such a good playing like good job playing and then he's like I didn't actually do any of this yeah so when I when I joined the band I didn't actually write any of this I had to go and learn all of it really quick oh so those drum parts you learned yeah, yeah those wow. are all everything I learned <laughs> yeah. And so, since an amazing job, though. Yeah, you're a great drummer, honestly. I mean, I I'm I'm kind of a sucker for like extreme use of crash cymbals, so I I I have to give props for their due. But with with just five songs, with just with just five songs, I mean, what do you what, how do you fill out a set list typically? I I am comfortable as on stages in practice. Like these songs are like second nature to me at this point, so I know them inside and out. That's great haven't done very many shows but the ones that we have like even with five songs that we've done really well at like talking or just like adding things in there and um getting people involved yeah um so that's why we're so excited to have new music because it's kind of like we're kind of like a little bit sick of it we're like we want something else now (laughs) yeah especially uh, after three years i bet yeah oh man i'll never forget a lyric that's that's the pro i guess right (laughs) you how many songs are you looking to record in the studio? So another five. Okay. And I'm potentially six because we want to do a cover mm. so bad. What's the cover? Can you spoil so, it? So can we spoil it? Maybe. Eh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> but we are so excited. Like I'm specifically excited. I might leak my own stuff. I've been trying to leak my stuff since even before. <laughs> I'm the bad person in the band where I want to leak everything the second it's done. So I get that. <laughs> So many Instagram photos, so many Instagram videos. It's like, oh, here's the chorus, and then here's the verse. Yeah. Here's the bridge. And so, you know, it's funny. I played a show at dusk on April 3rd, and we actually saw one of your stickers in the back room, I believe, because that was where I heard of you guys for the first time. Because uh, my bandmate was like, oh, yeah, these guys, yeah, they're pretty dope. And I was like, oh, I don't think I've heard of them. I should go check them out. And so, I mean, I guess that leads me into my next question, which is, despite the fact that you haven't played too many shows where do you typically play i mean is it just rhode island or have you gone into massachusetts or connecticut or anywhere like that i mean how how widespread has your show playing been so so far yeah we've done the little trifecta of connecticut mass and rhode island we've played mostly at fet oh really Um, wow yeah and they've been great we just want to we've always wanted to just make sure we were fully ready and like fully committed because you know everyone's got lives outside of music and like scheduling is so hard but the the times that we have played have been fantastic and the bands that we've played with have been amazing so so far even though it's just a few it's been a good experience with a good you know old sometimes it's better to just play a few a few shows and have them be great than just a ton of shows and this is like yeah 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 but Fate, I actually had never seen until last week because I was working doors for an event. That was my first time going to Fate, actually. It's a great venue. It really is. Alchemy's Ooh, great. Yeah, we played yeah. a show at Alchemy. We loved it. New new Alchemy or Old Alchemy? New Alchemy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, New Alchemy's great. I actually Alchemy's never went to the Old Alchemy. I was trying to get gigs there for a while, but the New Alchemy is really nice. It's nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be playing New Bedford. We're playing The Vault. Oh, uh, The Vault. Yeah. That's awesome. May 31st. We are so excited for that one. We're opening for this band called Sumo Psycho. 
Okay, that sounds pretty cool. And they're pretty damn great. It's another like female fronted band. They're from Canada and they're dope as fuck. So wow. check them out. You know, Quiet Riot I think played the vault recently, like the real Quiet Riot I think. Really? Yeah, I was I was looking up they their show good, schedule. They get a lot of good bands out there. Yeah, that we've noticed. No, I was just surprised that like Quiet Riot would play New Bedford. I was so I was like, wow, this venue must be something else. <laughs> but yeah, so if you're looking to see. Upon the Scars live, you can check them out in New Bedford playing with a Canadian female-fronted hard rock band, Sumo yes. Psycho, which just sounds really cool. So <laughs> if you're in the area, check it out. When is that happening? That is May 31st. May 31st. All right. End of the month. Yep. When Turn college up on a Tuesday. <laughs> nice. And okay, so we were talking a little about this earlier, but you guys recently played at the Rhode Island College Battle of the Bands, and you came in second place. So how does that feel? It was great. It was such a good experience. Um, everyone who was there was so friendly. And we decided to leave Andrew alone on stage, and we played on the floor. And okay. it was just, like, shoeless, just rocking the hell out. And it was fantastic. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> and did you play the first day or the second day? We played the second day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We played two weeks. Yeah. That was the finals. Okay, yeah. 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 So, oh, yeah, yep. So we did the preliminaries like the second night, and then we went to the finals, and it was so much fun. I was running from another event, yeah. so I had just gotten there like five minutes before we had to get on stage, and it was just rock and roll. <laughs> that's that's just how sometimes that's how it is. Yeah. But yeah, because I remember the second day was really like jam packed with bands. Like it yeah. was crazy. So that's the fact that you managed to beat all those bands. I mean, that's I think that says a lot about about your talents. It was it was really great. The first, the second day, the first time we played was the first time I played on stage with these guys. Really? At all. Yeah. So that was wow. it was a great introduction for me. Yeah, because, your first your you first know, time playing with the band is one of the battle of the bands. And, That's and pretty like, cool. Like Scar said, everybody was so nice. All the other bands, all of the the people that were there, it was great. Yeah. And it was like we had played like together the entire time. It was perfect. It was phenomenal. That's amazing. That's yeah. That that's all you can really ask for in the end of the day. Yep. Sometimes, some, I mean, you know, like you were saying, just like with multiple lineup changes, I mean, at the end of the day, it ends up being worth it because you just find the people that you're meant to play with. It's fun. You just gotta yeah. have fun. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget about that. But so, where is the uh, where is this next EP being recorded? So we are recording with Chris Paquette at No Boundary Studios. He okay, I just feel like knows I've heard us. of that. Where where is that? So he is based out of North Kingstown. Okay. And he records a lot of bands, like almost all the bands, <laughs> the small bands in like the Northeast. He just knows us so well. And I'm super comfortable with him because it was my first recording experience ever. Um, and he knows the way we work and it just, it's like magic when we're there. So we're super excited. I've recorded 10 songs with him. He's amazing. He's awesome. No, but that should be really cool. I didn't actually know there were any studios in North Kingston, so... Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. It's at his house. Oh, and even it's better. freaking amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. Very professional. It's got a cool setup. Yeah, I feel like house studios are kind of becoming the new wave. Like, I've really only recorded at house studios, and I haven't regretted it yet, honestly. It's so comfortable. It is comfortable, and a lot of these people really do know what they're doing. Yeah. And, you, and they, they're very passionate about it, and they know, how to use, they know how to set things up so that things sound good, despite being, it being in, like, a basement or a living room or a garage or something like that. So I think it's really cool, and it definitely helps keep the DIY ethos of a lot of the bands in the scene alive, yeah. which is, is which is great. We owe a lot of our sound to Chris because of the fact that he just 
we tell him like we want this exactly like this and he's like okay you got it it's almost like he can just like read our minds and just produce exactly what we want which is phenomenal that's that's always the best we love you chris <laughs> yeah shout out chris <laughs> chris in north kingston no no boundary studios you yeah. said it was no, no boundary boundaries. studios and actually in terms of recording so you guys you were playing with a backing track right yeah. how did how does that work all andrew <laughs> so I have backing tracks set up in my laptop, and they run through a mixer, okay. and it's split. So I get clicks in one ear, backing tracks in the rest in the other ear, and then the backing tracks also go out to the house. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's a separate, keeps me in time, keep, which keeps everybody else in time. Yeah. And it's got all those extras, like synth, the violins, like those, like... Um, those like really tribal drums in the beginning of some of the songs it, it gives the band full tight sound and it's i mean it's quite quite the setup it is a really cool setup honestly i mean i didn't even i i couldn't even figure out where the backjacks are coming from until I, I saw the laptop back there but so it doesn't get distracting when you have one thing going on in one ear and a different thing going on in the other no and and when i practice it's always with them Okay, like that makes sense. Like ninety percent of the time, so I'm used to it, and I don't even I don't even hear anybody, and I'm just going off of memory and clicks, really. Really, that's yeah. impressive. I, yeah, I I don't hear any of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's risky. It, that's really risky, but I mean, it panned yeah. out. I mean, you guys were very tight on stage. Yeah. As, yeah. as long as long as he's on time, we're all on time. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot of bands I feel like where the drummer has to follow them. I always feel like there are bands where the drummer has to suddenly pick up tempo to keep up with the rest of the band. And it's, it's always like, why would it not be the other way around? Doesn't that make more sense? I mean, Honestly, it's click, metronome. You gotta, you gotta play to a metronome. Yeah. And that's crazy because oh, I feel like you, you, you see a lot of like professional band setups at like big festivals where they have, they have clicks just out of necessity because you can't hear anything yeah. on those stages. So the fact that you you're implementing it is is that's I think that kind of puts you at a different level. Yeah, I, I'm trying to be ready for the big time. <laughs> that, that's, I want to play big stuff. Yeah, that's great. That's where I'm at. So I mean, where where do you guys hope to play? What what are some of your goals in terms of live shows? <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. It's a perfectly valid goal. Let us play your show. <laughs> We'll play your backyard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but uh, we we would love to play at like the Palladium, um, places like I mean, playing at like places like DCU Center stuff like that would be a dream. Come oh, that'd true, be great. You know? That'd be awesome. But um, you know, Palladium, the Strand, uh, any stuff like that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I want festivals yeah. so bad. Oh, festivals are great. <laughs> festivals at are awesome. At least one in my lifetime. I don't even care if it's like the Bluegrass Festival. Get me in there. Like, I want to play. We were this close to being on a festival. Very close. Bring Warp Tour back, please. <laughs> Bring what back, sorry? Warp Tour. Oh, Warped yeah. Oh, uh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, Warp Tour was crazy. You know, because even people from like my school and stuff who I didn't even think were in the music would be at Warp Tour. So I almost broke both of my kneecaps at Warp Tour. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I got caught in an under oath pit. Uh, and I mm. he just said, well, I, this was like my freshman year of high school. And he was like, wall of death. Everybody just moved. And I'm like, oh, cool. I can breathe now. 
<laughs> all of a sudden, I see everybody charging. I'm like, what the hell is happening on the ground? And then I would like look up and it would look, feel like Jesus was coming to grab me. And some big dude would like haul me up, but then smash me back down. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Poor like 14 year old scars out there dying. But it was an experience. It was, yeah. it was. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> the like an experience. lived. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's, that sounds super scary. You know, it's funny because my, my first local show I ever went to was the Palladium. Uh, because my friend was in a metal band and they were doing a battle of the band, so I just went out to go support them. Like, I didn't know anything about local music at all. This is like sophomore year of high school. But that was also my first time being in a mosh pit. Mm. And yeah. it, w it was super tame. I mean, there weren't that many people there. It wasn't an under oath pit by any means. It was like 20 teenagers in like the upper area of the Palladium. But it was interesting. I did get punched in the chest once. That was, oh. that was interesting. Oh, no. <laughs> So that was an interesting introduction, but I'm glad it wasn't an under oath pit, judging by what you're saying. It was rough. 2009. 2009, okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that was when Warped Tour was really going. Yeah. The whole, that whole decade. I mean, you just see videos. It's like, I best. would see Alkaline Trio. That sounds, right? that sounds fun. Come on yeah. now. <laughs> People give Matt Skiba hate for Blink 182, but like his stuff in Alkaline Trio is actually really solid. Pretty damn good. Yeah, no, for sure. So. On that topic, if you could play with any bands, which band would it be? And and everyone can answer this if it differs. I mean, Spirit Box. Okay. Of course. Kiss. Kiss are great. I just really want to do a duet with Corey Taylor. Slipknot. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna jump on the Warp Tour train and say maybe a joint headline with Blink 182 and Green Day. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that would be something else. I would I would go see Green Green Day, Blink-182, and Upon These Scars. I almost said Green-182. Yeah. I'm a poser. <laughs> Motionless and White would be a good one. Mm. That would be something else. That would be pretty that, sick. That, that would, that would yeah. Any any local bands in the meantime? Averst. Oh, Averse? my God, I love Averst. Okay, so not just because I love Sarah, and I've known her for a really long time. Uh, we've actually played a show with them, but we want to play another one because we love their band. Their band is dope as hell. If you don't know Averst, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Go check them out. You heard it here, folks. Check out Averst. <laughs> I would love to play some shows with uh, Worst of Us. They're pretty cool guys. Oh, I've heard of them. Um, yeah. yeah, we're our buddies. They're pretty cool guys. Um, and also, I want to say um, Fathom for Well. Okay. Farewell is pretty awesome. I like those guys. I played before in my old band. They're awesome. Maybe Young Other? Hey! Hey! Good old Young Other. Young Other's awesome. <laughs> Frantic Endeavor as well. Uh, they said everybody, but we did meet a really cool band called Track Meat. Oh, Track Meat. Yes, Track Meat. Those guys are the boys. Uh, they let me crash at their apartment one time when I was playing a show in Holyoke. See, I knew so. they were cool. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> No, Checkmeet are great. They actually, they're from like my, the town that neighbors mine in Massachusetts. So, nice. Yeah. Go check out Track Meet. Check out Track Meet. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, the, the kind of meat that you eat. Yes. <laughs> you were saying you're, you're imploring people to book, to book you for shows. Where can people reach you to do that? So we have a website called UponTheseScars.com. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram, on everything. And it's usually UTS Band Official. All right, folks, check them out, UTS Band Official and UponTheseScars.com. They're clearly legit enough to have a website, <laughs> which I think says a lot. Thank you. I did it myself <laughs> with so much anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> and where can people hear your music? 
We are on everything. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, any streaming service that you have. Yeah, and it's also on our website. Oh, perfect. Every single streaming platform. But every single streaming platform, yeah. We are on it. So you can find us there. Find our five songs on there, our whole EP. What's the EP called? It's called The Hurt and the Healing. Okay. That's a very cool name. Nice cover. Look, a nice couch. Yes. Too. <laughs> nice windows. Yeah, and on YouTube we have music. We have a music video, a lyric video. We've we've got a, a couple things out, so pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, we also did the uh, DW presents. DW presents. Yeah, we did a live stream, but we're running out of time, so we can't talk about the live stream. <laughs> so about the live stream. Yeah, yeah. Go so ahead and talk about the live stream. DW presents <laughs> did uh, battle for the big stage, um, and. It was on Twitch. Yeah, it was, a chance, yeah. it was a chance to go on tour with like Escape the Fate and go on to like Welcome Jeez. to Rockville. Okay. We did pretty darn well. Third place. Like third place basically. But Young okay. Other ended up winning, which they should have because they were phenomenal. Um, but it was such a great experience. We played for like fifteen thousand people live. Really? And it was wow. so freaking great. Yeah. It was intense. But it was a yeah, it was a good experience. Was it was it indoor or outdoor? I mean, probably outdoor if it's 15,000 people. No, I would. No, it was oh, no. it was? It was live stream. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. So we rented out a stage. We had like, yeah, it was really cool. Wow. Yeah, that's just, that's one of the ways which the, the pandemic has definitely shaped things like that. Because, yeah, 15,000 people. We're working on a Twitch page. Hopefully soon we can do that because we, we love the idea. Well, me especially, I love the idea of being online more than in person because I'm a grandma. Um, <laughs> so we definitely got to get on that. I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of bands are starting to move to Twitch. It's definitely something that I keep hearing get brought up. But, you know, I think a lot of people just associate with video games right now. Yeah, so it's the new wave. It's, it's the new wave. Hop on coming. the new wave. <laughs> Don't miss out on the Twitch stream band future. Yes. It's yeah. already happening, but, you know, it's we'll get there. right now. <laughs> Surprised I didn't bring this up sooner, but like, what, like, what, what, what would your favorite piece of musical equipment be? Like, it could be something that you have, it could be something that you want. I mean, what would you say that would be? My favorite, I don't know, my in ears because they help me um, not have to deal with this one being super loud, <laughs> <laughs> and I can hear myself, which is amazing. I can't live without these. Definitely a wireless headphone system. Uh, sure, sure. That's exactly what I was gonna say, but yeah, definitely the in-ears wireless system. Yeah, <laughs> want one of those like really custom, cool like custom glitter ones? Oh my god, <laughs> I need. I we love glitter in this band. I'll take the custom glitter in-ears and also maybe an American jazz bass. That's like American jazz bass. All right, like ideal with glitter. With glitter. With glitter. <laughs> the whole package. <laughs> all right. Well, is uh, are there any uh, final things that you guys would like to say? Yeah, check us out, check us out May 31st. Um, check out our music and thank you especially to the people that have been so supportive of our project. It's small but it is mighty and you make it known. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Y'all really make this fun for us, for real. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they appreciate hearing that. And with that you have been watching Between the Notes with Motif Mag here at the Parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. My name is Jack Downey. Thank you, as always, to the Parlor for having us. 
and and shout out to our sponsors who are Trinity Beer Garden, R1 Racing, Graysale Brewing, and Fabric Fall River. So definitely check them out and thanks to them for their support. And we will see you next week. Same time, same station. Until then, you can watch this stream whenever you want on Facebook. It'll be up pretty much forever until something happens to Facebook. And <laughs> you can listen on Spotify at some point because the audio from the stream will be on Spotify uh, in probably a couple weeks. So you can check it out there as well. Until then, stay safe and have a good night. Signing out. This has been Motifs Between the Notes. We would like to take a moment to once more thank the sponsors for this episode. The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island, and Fabric Fall River. And thank you for listening. <laughs>